0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go
2: back live to the Cap Center and get a load of Bill Clement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I didn't know, Mike
2: Emmett, you had, uh, you had uh, the chief of at the Apache point, nation probably. with you. Yes. yes, this is Kochi son of grill cheese here. <laughs>
1: uh, right out of a John Wayne Western saga. Duke, what do you think? Well, I thought the game was yesterday, and here it is, Easter today. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say? It's incredible. What are your impressions of this game? Do somebody else do a Boom Boom Jeffrey on. Hey, I want to guarantee you hockey's fan across Canada and the United States that this is one of the greatest hockey game ever in the histories of the National Hockey League. And if you ever heard me, Boomer's on, you know me from the Miller Lite commercial. I'm one of the greatest that ever played the games of hockey in this world. Thank you.
0: My ringtone. Oh, that music. Welcome to the Let's Go Double
2: podcast, Bill Bill, Bill, you're on with <laughs> Sam, Scotty, Scott, George Guy, and Rebecca. How are you tonight?
1: Party on, everybody! Party on! <laughs> oh yeah!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't heard that. I've seen I've seen photos of that nonsense, but I haven't heard that in like forever. So when I'm thinking back. It, it, it brings back so many memories about doc because all we did that game because it got to be so crazy. Right. I mean, we played into the wee hours of the morning, um, that Doc's sense of humor got crazier and crazier. And as his got crazier, I got more bizarre. And by the time <laughs> it ended, I will tell you this. The next day we got ripped in USA today. Rudy Marsky was, was, was quoting uh steve bornstein who was the head of remote operations he killed us our espn employer (laughs) steve bornstein killed us and that same day we both got a bottle of dom perignon from bill grimes the president of espn so let me put it this way (laughs) left nobody in a neutral position opinion wise about that about all that stuff we were doing it was unbelievable
0: Bill, thank you so much for coming on with us. Uh, this is Scott. Uh, this is a huge honor, uh, as always, to talk to you. Uh, you know, we're talking about Doc Emmerich and, and just kind of reminiscing about as a fan listening to him call the games, but also, you know, you're a huge part of our history too and, and listening to you call a lot of our games as well. Um, what, what was it like? Uh, you know, you were kind of talking a little bit about it, but what was it like off the air? What was your relationship with Doc? Um, You know, behind the scenes, like, were you guys super close? Were you you go and hang out after games, stuff like that?
1: Yeah, we were super close. Uh, And I still love Doc. And he sent me a copy of his book with the most unbelievable uh, message to me, you know, inside the front cover. I will say this: We would go out and hang out after games, but I would hang out a lot longer than Doc would after the game. <laughs> like a, a a very brief bit. He was so dedicated. Of course, he didn't grow up as a you know as a wild teenager and ultimately a hockey player. But Doc and I were really close friends. Always, we we did almost everything together went to the rink together like for the morning skates went to dinner together the night before games and and lunch you know the day of the game so doc was such an easy guy to to call a really good friend because he cares Mm. so much about people and he and the thing that i think the thing that makes doc so great and and i guess we can say it past tense now right because he's retiring is he loved the fans and gave every ounce of his energy and his insight and his passion and his emotion to the fans, right? I mean, he wanted to be good at what he was doing, but it was almost as if he paid homage to the fans every game and delivered this unbelievable product every period, every game. It didn't matter. If a, if the game sucked, Doc was still great, right? And that's what <laughs> made it a great broadcaster. When the, game, when the game isn't any good, if you can say, you know what? that guy calling the game was good, that means something. And that's who Mm -hmm. Doc was.
2: Bill, it's a shorts guy. Uh, We we had a recorded message from Steve Cangelosi saying that he noticed some things about Doc and his preparation and writing everything down, which helped him. Was there anything that you, you know, witnessed Doc doing that, you know, helped you in your career and kind of pushed you forward in a sense?
1: Yeah. Using a four color pen. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. You know the big four color pens that oh, you yeah, had yeah. as a kid in school? Well, you know, when, when I started working with Doc, and I did six games when Doc was doing Devil's Games way back in the mid 80s, and I was a full time actor in New York, um, I, got, I was invited to do a half dozen games um, to, to do Devil's Games, and I got to know Doc then. And once we started with ESPN, you know, if if I knocked on Doc's door, like, okay, let's go to dinner. And this was pre-internet, right? It was pre-digital, all of that stuff. So Doc's, he usually had two beds in his bedroom, and one bed was covered with little newspaper clippings all cut out neatly, all individually placed, different teams, different stories, different items that he wanted to cover in the game. So that's how he prepared before the digital age, you know, came around. Um, And the one thing when we started working together, he taught me that I was actually a visual learner and that colors (laughs) meant something. And I said, why do you use that pen? He said, well, I put one team's notes in one color, one in another color. And then special teams in, you know, one in green, one in red. There's something in blue, something in black. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. So I have <laughs> a, a closet full of four-color pens because of Doc <laughs> Emmerich. <laughs> really awesome. Organize my game because he has a, a sheet in front of him, just like, you know, every, like football announcers and baseball. You know, we, we've got our charts in front of us. But I didn't know really how to organize mine. So when I started working with Doc, I started paying attention, and I went, so that's how you recall everything during a game. You don't remember everything. You recall it because of the color codes that you have in front of you. So Hmm. that was something that I picked up from him that was really valuable.
2: Yeah, Doc is a genius. And, uh, Bill, I know you can't see because you're on the phone. We're actually now joined uh, by the enforcer. Of the Let's Go Devils podcast, Ken Danico. <laughs> What's going on, Dano? Welcome to our doc tribute. Hi,
0: Hi guys, how are Ooh, Ooh, Bill still
2: there? you Doing coming on,
0: man. Good to be here, guys. Is Bill still there?
1: Oh, Bill's here. Yeah, Dano, I'm here, buddy. How you doing, man?
0: How are you? Oh, I just wanted to say hello. How things?
1: <laughs> never never felt better. Thank you. Never felt better.
0: Well, that's good to hear, Bill. Always a pleasure. And how you guys doing tonight? And I heard some of the things that uh, Bill was talking about, Doc. I didn't have the interactions probably uh, the same way Bill or Chico or obviously Kanji had with Doc, but uh, texted him the, about his illustrious career and him, congratulating him and, and enjoy his retirement. And Bill had mentioned that uh, you know, all the notes and preparation, but uh, I've never seen a guy or heard a guy with the memory that he has of every single story and game and uh, some of the epic calls. And certainly I'm biased. A couple of them were, were with our club, the devils and the cup go championship goes to New Jersey, obviously is a special one in my heart. And even when Mm -hmm. I was retired doing games and Henry gets over. I mean those two just uh, stick out in my mind he has so many great uh, great calls along the way we know and and then he went on to bigger and better things at NBC but uh, we were spoiled in New Jersey for a lot of years whether I was uh, as a player and or or getting to work uh, you know alongside him as I did just pregame postgame obviously not interacting as much with him but uh just to watch him operate and the professionalism and, and just such a kind gentleman and, and and such a wonderful person so when i had texted to congratulate him he, he sent something back a uh, very nice kind uh, just like you'd expect Doc would and he kind of turned it on to you and uh before accepting the apology I, are they accepting the Congratulations, he's such a humble man. But what a career, and he, he could paint a story, a picture, you name it, he was as good as it gets. Hey, Bill, just real, real quick, what are some of your – Kenny was just telling
2: us some of his favorite calls. What were some of your favorite calls uh, that you got to hear working with Doc? You know, he's wowed us with some of – you know, I was talking about the Dorian saves and the unseen hand and everything else. What were some more some of your favorite calls from Doc?
1: it's really hard to pinpoint them because as i said even if the game wasn't any good when somebody scored a goal he delivered it like it was so meaningful and, and you know Dano mentioned doc's memory of and recall of so many things in so many games i think it's because he attached such an importance to them you know i mentioned that he wanted to connect with the fans and deliver the greatest product he could offer to the fans so there there were there were too many. I mean, when, when we were working together in the in the late 80s and the Oilers were kings, you know, we, we did so many games together along the way when the Oilers were winning championships, uh, in, including um, in 87 when the Flyers won game six. We were working, uh, Doc and I were working together. And when the Flyers won game six in Philadelphia and forced a game seven back in Edmonton, you know, there were so many games and so many dramatic moments. It's re- if if I said, "Remember this moment," sounded <laughs> fantastic. So I, you know, it's really hard for me to pinpoint one call since he attached such a great call to so many different moments.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, and he's got the he's got the Hextall goal, and he's got the Marty goal. Look at that!
1: Yeah, two goalie go.
2: goals. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Bill, we want to thank you for coming on and uh, you know speaking kindly about Doc. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, taking the time. And uh, whenever you feel like uh, coming back on and, and talking some more hockey, you know you are always welcome here at the Let's Go Devils podcast.
1: Thank you, guys. I'm not real busy right now, guys and gals. I'm not real busy right now, so don't be afraid to call. <laughs> I can probably fit <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a lot of downtime right now. (laughs)
2: Sounds good. We'll have your guy talk to our guy, and we'll uh, we'll set something up, all right?
0: By the way, our guy is just Sam.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) our guy is Sam, yeah. Honesty. I appreciate your honesty. Don't ever change, okay? Bye for now. (laughs) (laughs) Be good,
2: Bill. Thank you very much. Thanks, Bill.